back in America. Travis has been gone for a while. I just got back from Mexico. So we are back on the Sandcast, people, here in the United States of America. And uh, this episode is brought to you by Wilson, of course, our favorite ball. They got a new ball now on on tour, so you guys got to check that out when it comes out, I believe, in December. And also, shout out to uh, my sponsor here, Monster Hydro. It's the new thing in sports drinks. Fueling you to a bronze medal. It, it really did. <laughs> but more Congrats. importantly, oh, thank you, thank you. More importantly, we got our man here, Theo Brunner. Welcome back to the Welcome show. To the oh, show. No, your, your first Welcome, time. first time. First time. I, keep yeah. thinking, first time. I keep thinking it's your second or third time on here. I feel like. I think we tried to get you on. We tried, yeah, we yeah. tried and failed a couple times. So <laughs> schedule conflicts. You know. We live way too far away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was twelve minutes. It's one of the best parts of off season is that like everybody's super available because during season we'll always schedule them and then the last minute people will be like, uh, I have like a physio, I have a practice, I have a gym, and I have like two free minutes today and yeah. you can't do it. But off season, everybody's like, "Well, I, I don't have anything to do for three months, so yeah. I can I can make." You have it. a line out the door <laughs> in the off season. <laughs> yeah. But now me and Theo have kids, so that's kind of a yeah, game changer. It's an issue. We have a podcast baby now. We do. <laughs> Downstairs. <laughs> so far, she hasn't cried during any of the shows. Yeah. But yeah. Game changer. How's uh? So we were talking earlier before the show started that this is like your first true off season in a good bit. How uh, how is it? I feel like everyone still like tries to figure out like what to do with themselves during the off season or what the balance is. Yeah, it's it's been good. Um, I've just I've had some injury type stuff going on the last couple of years, so I'm finally able to spend time in the gym, kind of do real simple movements and get the essentially the rehab and work in that I've needed to. Apart from that, yeah, just hanging out with the family. Daughter's 13 months now, so it's a lot of fun to play with her. Um, and then just kind of brainstorming and figuring out what I'm going to do after volleyball, which I spent a lot of time on and had very little success uh, figuring <laughs> out. Um, I'm also doing a little bit of coaching here and there. I've done a couple. I did a clinic uh, back in New Jersey um, in October, and I'm coaching the USC men's club team right now. So that's a couple Whoa. nights a week, um, Tuesday, Thursday. And then there's going to be like four or five tournaments nice. uh, in, in, the, in 2020. So. Yeah, just kind of testing the water, see if see if it's something for me. Yeah, how how do you like it so far? Because I know that coaching is always it's, hit or miss. It's fun. It's hit or miss. It's yeah. I'm kind of trying out all different age groups. Um, I think probably I would want to work with college age or older uh, if I do end up coaching in the future. But it's been great. Like USC club, bunch of cool guys. A lot of them are. I mean, pretty much the whole team probably good enough to have played D one somewhere. Um, and they're, it's club, so they're there because they want to be. So I don't have to. I don't have to discipline. Right, I'm not. I'm not right. the best disciplinarian anyway. So, <laughs> but I don't really have to because they all want to be there. They all want to learn. So it's been awesome. Been yeah. a really easy, easy step. So did you go through like Jeff Nygaard and the whole team, the indoor team, to get that gig or like how no. does that work? Um, so I think they're pretty much just like a private organization, to my understanding. Uh-huh. So, so I, it's actually a weird way that I got it. I grew up playing with a guy, Nick Lyapunov, in Connecticut. Um, we played grass, indoor, all the time. He kind of helped me catch the bug for volleyball. He has two sons that went to USC. One of them's still there on the club team. They needed a coach, and he hit me up. So huh. and I was like, oh, you know, I want to test out coaching, so it ended up working out. So I feel like that would be a pretty good segue to getting in with the, the USC team, especially because Nygaard's the coach, which he followed, or you followed, a very similar career path to... Jeff, in terms of being really good indoors, having a lot of success there, and then coming out to the beach. Yeah, yeah, and th- that's how I kind of look at it. I'm hoping to win the championship um, <laughs> in uh, and then rub it in Nygaard's face. Yeah, like, and how just you guys do be like, yeah, hundred <laughs> grand. You how would like a, a champion right like here? Like a club <laughs> team fair against uh, like quote unquote real division one team like I don't really know I never played indoor so I don't know <laughs> the talent gap would be uh I would say I mean in general they would probably get hammered pretty good I would be willing to guess our starting team could hang with some some d1 teams maybe not the cream of the crop right but I would bet the the lower 
ranked uh, teams I, I think they could play well and probably beat but but it's so weird because when you're I'm like really far removed from indoor now so yeah. I feel like my frame of reference is all off like now yeah. when I see them playing it's like it's just hard to judge like how good they are and everything good or bad or <laughs> yeah, yeah. Game changed or, yeah yeah when I go back and watch indoor I'm, I'm like so confused I'm like god these kids I think they're so much better than we were and then I look I'm like wait yeah no because the guys that I'm playing with a few of them are still in the national team and they're just like yeah that much better like, yeah it's crazy but yeah it is funny going back I always think when I watch indoor I'm like I'm, I'm watching like that's a double <laughs> I know. call yeah. it what is this yeah. game is so ugly <laughs> I was I went and watched um so Delaney's sister plays at St. Mary's she's the libero and so we were watching them they were in town playing LMU on Saturday I think and every time a play happened, I just looked at Delaney. I'm like, there's no rules. There's no rules. Right, yeah. You can catch it. You can throw it. You can triple contact. Yeah. <laughs> no one cares. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely different. Yeah. But Beach is kind of going that way in some ways. Like, yeah, I, I hate it. Me, we People like me balls. can sit on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I always laugh, like, but I'm serious. I've never been called out of maybe, I don't know, a thousand, like, handset effort. Sure. I don't do it that much, but I will handset FIVB. I've never been called. I've had so many just horrible, horrible sets. But as long as you do it somewhat quickly, mm-hmm. yeah. they just won't blow the whistle. Yeah. So. But then, yeah, juxtapose that to the AVP. I'll have a pretty good set, and they immediately blow it. I'm just like, all right, yeah, back to bump setting. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> it's funny what makes them call certain things, too. Because when, like... Uh, you could have one come out like so when we, when we were playing Japan and China, Mike Bo got called three straight times on a lift. Yeah, and uh, and it comes out like perfectly clean, and then like you, you'll have these like Russian guys out there like setting it like two feet over their head, but just like chucking the crap out mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, it's yeah, awful. they go for the international. I think it's being square, quick, and then no like downward movement. Yeah. So I think if if there's any kind of catch and then throw. Then they're really tight. If it spins yeah. at all, they'll call it. But otherwise, yeah, they want you just like... I always joke, like, you could just have two forks and just stab the ball, <laughs> and they wouldn't call yeah, it. Like, totally. <laughs> I feel like uh, my hands have got... Like, when I was younger, and I think when I first came out on AVP, I would I would dish a lot, like, super deep. And nowadays, my I feel like I'm, like, always you in a rush. You got some fast ones, yeah. I'm always in a yeah. rush to let go of it. Because I'll still catch it deep, but if it's low, then you can't release it up high. Yeah. You gotta catch it low and release it low. Yeah. Like, so my hands, I, I feel like they're kind of ugly nowadays. Like, they're still clean. Ah. Might not look as smooth. You as still set these everything too, from everywhere. So. Right. Yeah. It's true, but it's and, funny uh, how my hands, like I've had to change it for that yeah. purpose. Like, yeah. I don't care if it spins now. Just don't hold it. <laughs> yeah. But that video, by the way, was hilarious. Yeah. I saw you posted it on your story. Yeah. When I did it, maybe I was you like, thought the net was closer than it was. Yeah, when I did and it, and you also I was thought like, the net was like charging at you or something. Because yeah. I was full on like, <laughs> that was. I, was I like chuckled a, at that one. I think I definitely thought the net was closer to where to me, and then I, I think I just wanted it to be fast and like clean. Yeah. So I. Fully like sold out sideways for it. <laughs> like tried to stay square because if I would have like turned with it, I uh, think it yeah, would have sure. spun or they would have called it. <laughs> so I just got real stiff with it. I was dying. It was my it my felt, favorite. I thought it was like a sweet set when I did it. It and was then a when good I watched set. after. It was. I mean, it was a perfect set. <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> but always. But I thought it looked cooler when I did it. And then I, then I saw it on film and was like, ah. Yeah, that was a little dramatic. <laughs> Gabby responded. She was dying. She was like, what? How did I miss that the first time around? Well, why did he drop, by the way? It was like a, it was a perfect, perfect set. set. And he, and we were, well, he was Alex, yeah, was, Alex pulled a lot. Yeah. Like, <laughs> too lazy to jump, yeah, I guess. I, <laughs> I mean, but, it's Trevor, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> You can pull on Trevor. His head is kind of a, more of a slap. <laughs> I've enjoyed your and Trevor's uh, <laughs> Instagram cyberbullying. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's been having a field day after, uh, <laughs> as if like it's not painful enough reliving that Hawaii. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it was an awesome tournament, but the way it ended is it still doesn't sit well at all. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, so of course, Trevor takes every opportunity. Oh, yeah. I think there was like two weeks straight where every post. With me included or not, he would just make some comment about the freeze, put the little <laughs> freezy face, 
And yeah, so we get a back and forth going, but it's all in good fun. Yeah. I, I enjoy it. But so. you you had a bigger comeback on him without the freeze in the finals of Seattle. Yeah, exactly. That's what I told him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's definitely it's a lot easier to come back with the freeze, obviously, yeah. than than rally scoring. And I've had I've definitely had my share both of freeze comebacks and regular comebacks. So. Yeah, just as many as you probably had the same try. Like you'll have a crazy comeback, and then you'll have like a heartbreaking. Just how did that happen? So, yeah, I've but that's played, up there. I've only played like four tournaments with the freeze. Uh, that's true. I've been huh? Out for yeah. so long. Yeah. <laughs> so freeze hasn't gotten me yet, actually. Yeah, but freeze well, almost, or no freeze. You're almost in my boat now. How many uh, tournaments do you have? A- what for AVP? Oh, dude, I have. I don't know. I've played. I played three last year, but. But like five of my last seven that I've played or eight have been I've been like injured or coming back yeah. from injury, you know. Yeah, I was so not I have I have averaged maybe like two or three a year maybe. This year you did twenty sixteen. Four? Five? You did Huntington. Did you play Huntington? In the semis. Huntington, New York. Um, Ch- Chicago? No Chicago. Huntington, New York, Reed Hawaii. Because Trevor lost to Paul and Miles. I, I played remember. Huntington, New York, Hawaii. That's it. I was in... I mean, oh, yeah, you were out for Chicago. Somewhat injured in Hawaii. Because <laughs> my hand uh, wasn't yeah. working. Uh, healthy for the other two. But, yeah. Uh, yeah you're going to be in my sucks. boat, yeah. almost. I feel like <laughs> I'm not even on the AVP tour. Yeah. That is a bummer. Especially now that kind of the... The money and everything has gone down on the international, and now it's going yeah, up on the AVP, yeah. so mm-hmm. it, it makes it that much more painful, almost. So if you don't do well overseas, and then you're missing out on those AVP paychecks, it's like, it's yeah. a bummer now. Yeah. When, when we were practicing, and you were like, oh, me and John are going to be back in the qualifier, like, I thought you were joking. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I kind of like, somebody told me that, like, because I've, I've never, like, looked at AVP points or anything like that. Um, and someone told me I might be in the qualifier and then I went to the website and like looked it up and I was like, uh, yeah, I'm going to be in the qualifier or like right on the cusp. Um, and a bunch of changes had to happen. I think like, like, uh, Rosie and Ricardo had to break up. I wild card situation there for sure. For Chicago? Oh no, for Hawaii. For Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. Both of them, we were the one seed and like real close and like, (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> didn't want to give us a wild card. No one likes watching me and John though, so I know, I know <laughs> Dude, they weren't Hiding giving gets, us one. Hiding gets no love, no love whatsoever. The whole time we played together too, for some reason he just. I mean, he's a he's a curmudgeon out there. Yeah, he's a little bit of a he's not dancer. But anybody anybody who knows who appreciates the game of beach, yeah, exactly. likes to watch. Hiding. That's why it's like so surprising. But like for a lay person at the tournament, you're not exactly gonna cheer. People cheer who are for him. studying the game and like. I mean, players, every, a lot of people are watching yeah. footage of hide and play. Yeah. How the heck does he kill the ball without spiking? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what does this man do? <laughs> Pokes and weird, like, sideways yeah. line shots. How yeah. does he do that? Back to the line. Hyden's yeah. <laughs> funny, though, because, like, he'll just shoot for, like, an entire tournament, and then all of a sudden he'll just hammer, like, in a final. Like, even the final Hawaii is just he annihilating his jump up. serve. Yeah. crushing balls and you're just like where did this come from he knows he's it. a sneaky he sees when people start playing it and then right when he gets you to step that's why like when you see him finally hit it always like chesters guys like yeah. hits him in the chest yeah. or, like blows him up because they're always stepping and he just catches them yeah moving then freaking smart, the man has a dude. super fast arm too yeah. so it's really yeah. it just looks like a cut shot's coming and then yeah exactly <laughs> yeah you just take that indoor yeah. low ball offense yeah. that he ran still the same how uh how weird was it being back in the quali like it had only been like it hadn't been that long ago since you won hermosa well we still <laughs> yeah. there's still uh world tour qualies going on so, yeah uh, i've been in plenty of Qualies, but the AVP quality... It's a little different, for sure, yeah. I mean, I hadn't been in one since... I'd have to check the date. Um, but me and Aaron Mansfield, maybe 2009, something like that. Um, yeah, it had been a while. But I will say, we, we never dropped a set in the qualifier, me and Aaron, back in the day. And then my first qualification was with Derek Olson. I actually found a video of it. Nice. Um, somebody <laughs> sent it to me. And that was 2008, I think. So, yeah, it had been quite a while, but uh, 
honestly, it was kind of like a a good thing because I, I had kind of a rough last season and like health problems, like calf issue, getting used to the baby and everything. And right. I almost felt like I needed like a rebirth. And, yeah. uh, and so honestly, at first I was super bummed. And then I was like, oh, this, this is good for me. I have to like remember what it's all about, see what everybody else has to go through every tournament. Stop being all like high horse, just yeah, to go and cares about the qualifier, but yeah. just to get back in there, it was kind of a nice thing and super stressful for sure. Because I think John and I went maybe down one set to zero, the round to get in Chicago, and we're just like, oh crap, like, <laughs> like, what am I doing? Yeah, but uh, but yeah, it ended up being a really kind of rewarding experience, and uh, I don't know, a reminder of like the love and like the grind that is the game, which you can forget sometimes is. For as sure. you know, yeah. and you'll probably find out yeah. <laughs> if you start traveling enough. Yeah. So. And well, then you came out of Kuali and make the finals in Hawaii, which was awesome. And I was still <laughs> yes. a little bummed to uh, bummed. to let that one go. But like, I think that you and John making the finals probably, I want to say, probably exceeded some expectations. Yeah. Yeah. It was one of those things. Like we for sure, because we played together last year, had a pretty good year. Yeah. Um, we definitely knew we could make the finals, but yeah, it's a question of it's hot in Hawaii. John's older. I've been shaky, not in the best shape this last year. We're playing on hard pack sand. Um, and we lost our freaking first round match (laughs) in the same exact fashion. We lost the final. We're up 2015, won the first set easy up 2015 in the second set and Troy and Tim come back. And beat us. And then the same exact thing happened in the final. But, yeah, it was more just, like, could our bodies keep up? Right. Um, I think we had the confidence that, that we could do it. Yeah. So, yeah. That's but. definitely a nice thing, playing with a guy like Hayden who's so experienced. is like, he's never rattled, never, like, you know, he doesn't ride the highs and lows, really. Like, you know exactly what you're going to yeah. get. At practice, in a match, like, yeah. he's probably the most steady player. There it yeah, is. yeah, he's he's awesome. Yeah, and that's super nice. Like mentally, as a partner, like you can just like rely on that and know that like if you do your job, he's gonna do his, and you're good to go. Yeah, for sure. In other ways, it can be draining playing with him, but a lot of power. He's gonna ride you. He's gonna <laughs> yeah. ride you. He's gonna ride you. He's gonna shrug his shoulders sometimes. Give you a little bit of the Raji. But apparently that well. yeah yeah I mean Raji did that all the time. So apparently it's a it's a winning trait. So speaking <laughs> speaking of Raji. We're going to pause here for a quick break to hear from our sponsors. And as always, before we get to our sponsors, just want to give a shout out to all of you who are listening. We, uh, we've been doing this for a little bit more than two years now, so cannot appreciate you guys more. If you, uh, anytime you share it out with your friends, uh, whenever you subscribe, whenever you download, whenever you listen, whenever you talk about it, or just come up to us at tournaments or whatever, reach out via Instagram, Facebook, email, whatever it may be. Uh, we cannot appreciate it more. So appreciate all you guys the listeners and of course we do appreciate the sponsors without either the listeners or the sponsors there is no show for try and i to have um so appreciate all of you guys and and the first sponsor of course goes to wilson who makes the best ball in the game has always made the best ball in the game and now that it's off season it is definitely time to fill up on your new volleyballs the uh the new wilson optics should be on sale to the general public in january uh until then the old balls will be on discount pretty much everywhere you can find them so if you're not picky about the type of wilson ball you're playing definitely load up on some older ones or wait till january be a great little belated christmas present to whoever you need uh to grab a new bag of balls at wilson volleyball by far the best ball in the game and and i think you can ask pretty much any player we've all played with the molten we've played with the mikasa we've played with the spalding wilson kicks all their butts by far easily now for sponsor number two, the guys who keep try and I alive, at least our knees, uh, Firefly Recovery. I wear these on the planes pretty much everywhere I go. So you can have some pretty gnarly travel days. Like I had a 27 hour one to a Norseka and put on some Firefly Recoveries. I actually fell asleep with them on and woke up and my knees were feeling so good because it keeps the blood moving even though you are totally stagnant. So it just sends these little pulses of electricity to keep the blood moving and and you recover way faster so when you get off the plane it's not like you're totally stiff um you're you're way looser and your your travel time like the amount of recovery you need after travel reduces dramatically because you have the firefly recovery on 
I appreciate all those guys for keeping us healthy, for keeping our our volleyball bags loaded up with brand new volleyballs. And last but not least, shout out to Pacific Coast Wealth Management. And here's our Pacific Coast Wealth Management Olympic update. Leading the Olympic race on the men's side, no shocker here, is Norway's Anders Moll and Christian Sorum. The phenoms from Norway. Uh, number two, the only guys who really seem to have their number a little bit is Russians Vyacheslav Krasilnikov and Oleg Stoyanovsky. Number three, Alisone from Brazil making a comeback. Him and Bruno looked pretty brutal after Rio, but now him and Alvaro Filo are number three in the world in the Olympic ranks, followed by Evandro and Allison's partner Bruno Schmidt. Uh, German wonder kids, uh, Julius Tali and Clemens Vickler are number five. Uh, for the American side, however, Triborn and Trevor Crab are still leading the U.S. They are number 11 uh, in the world, number one in the U.S. Uh, they have 5,960 points, and they are just above Taylor Crab and Jake Gibb at 5,700. Our third American men's team is Phil Dahlhauser and Nick Lucena. They have 5,360 points. Now, for our Pacific Coast Wealth Management update on the women's end, this is an American heavy ranking. So after Brazil's Rebecca Cavalcanti and Ana Patricia Silva, uh, who have 8,800 points uh, at number one in the world, we have Alex Kleinman and April Ross. Coming in at number five in the world rankings, Olympics-wise, are Kerry Walsh Jennings and Brooke Sweat. Uh, number seven, Kelly Clays and Sarah Sponsel. Number nine, Kelly Larson and Emily Stockman. And still in the race, to be totally honest, are Sarah Hughes and Summer Ross. They still have eight finishes, so if they get four more, they'll get the required 12. It is an uphill battle, but they are still in the race. So that is your update from Pacific Coast Wealth Management. That is your update from the sponsors. Try and I love all you listeners, love all you sponsors, and now we will get back. Back to your regularly scheduled programming on Sandcast. You've played with like pretty much every. Uh, you've played with the best, def- all the best defenders in the last like decade of our sport, or yeah, in the U.S. Right? We got to yeah, go I mean, down now. Raji, Nick, uh, I mean Reed, yeah, Hayden, um, Billy. Who are we missing in that? Casey, Rosen. <laughs> I played with Rosie a little bit. Okay, <laughs> not a bad list. No, no, no. I've been I've been very fortunate. Um, yeah, and they're all like, it's just cool. I mean, it's not that I w- was able to watch so much beach growing up, but I was definitely a fan and aware of all the players, especially in college and everything. So to get a chance to play with all those guys and kind of yeah, and everyone's so different. The way they approach the game, the way they are on the court, the way they take care of themselves. Um, you see all these different ways to succeed, and, and I think I've been really fortunate and, and lucky just to, to get to see all these different guys who are masters at their craft in different ways. Yeah. So. And um, on, so on, I think maybe Saturday night, uh, or maybe, yeah, Saturday night, uh, Todd Rogers was inducted into the CBVA Hall of Fame. And so in his speech, he, he brought you up because um, he was kind of going through all the guys he's playing with and how much he appreciated it. And he was like, he said it was really cool that he got to play with you because he, he like coach. kind of unintentionally recruited you because your mom or you sent in a video of you like it was my mom. dunking. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't appreciate the volleyball videos. <laughs> but actually, Todd, Todd's probably the reason I went there because uh, I think I applied to Santa Cruz, San Diego, Santa Barbara, just like a D1, 2, and 3. I would have gone wherever. Right. Um, but Todd saw the basketball video my mom sent without my knowledge. <laughs> and it was just me, like, dunking and blocking shots and stuff. And he was just like, oh, this guy's an athlete. Like, I don't care about the volleyball stuff. We can get him mm-hmm. where he needs to be. So, so he kind of advocated for me and ensured that I had a spot on the team uh, yeah. when I walked on. So It's, yeah, it's, it's such it a cool crazy. story. Yeah. And then that you ended funny. up, like, becoming, like, a really dang good player at yeah. Santa Barbara. Yeah, yeah. You were, like, he left conference, like, what? First, second year? Maybe, yeah, I think I was all... By the time I got there, something I my freshman year. Yeah. I got some, like, yeah, first or second team all-conference my second and third year, and my fourth year... All-American? Or no, sorry, third year was when we had a good team. That's when I got the first team all-American, which I was yeah. super fired up about. I think I came in two years after you, because so, I remember playing you, and I and Knowing your name and like being like, oh, this guy's supposed to be gnarly. And then, yeah, you were. What year did you freaking... go? 2008 was my first year. So that, maybe that was my last year, was Menzel? Yeah, playing? Menzel was there. Yeah, that was my Menzel's senior year. Menzel was my year, yeah. 
Oh, that was your senior year, yeah. That was my senior that year. It. Yeah, when I, I tried to switch to a outside hitter and then destroyed my shoulder in our first match back to the middle. <laughs> but it was so fun because I, I got, like, every set. And so I would, as a middle, I would have, like, 35 attempts and, like, oh, yeah. close to 30 kills in a couple matches. It was so much fun. And we'd be running, like, the pump one because oh, yeah. people would commit every time. So <laughs> that year was really fun, actually. And then that group of guys ended up almost winning a championship. Um, Menzel, Vince that Devaney. Was, they beat us in the Final Four when we were the oh, yeah. one seed. <laughs> yeah. Menzel's my year, so yeah, we played him all four years. And he ended every, once you left, he got every single set for <laughs> three years. Yeah. Yeah, guys. Guys, an impressive physical specimen. He's you seen that photo player. of him? No. Blocking. I don't know. Oh, that you know, like, you know a, Jeff? That photo I don't is, think I do. That photo is against us. In that's, the, yeah, there's in a photo of him. Tournament. Just like swatting a shot or something in a block, and his yeah, Tony it's was just like, like right the here on the net. It's like unbelievable. Like close to belly button, really at the top of the tape. Yeah, it it pretty much went like international that photo. Because I remember yeah. playing overseas, and they're like, "Oh, you're American? Do you know Jeff Menzel?" It's like Menzel, <laughs> out of all the people. Yeah, and they like pulled up the picture. I'm like, yeah, yeah that that's my team. She's playing against. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's a freak. And then, oh, you went pro overseas, indoor for a while. Um, what ended up, so, I know you had a heart condition, right? Yeah, still, yeah, is I it, have. Is that, like, still ongoing? Or Yeah, so, actually, right now, every year I uh, do, like, cardiac MRIs, check it. Essentially, there's, like, certain numbers and indicators that I don't want to happen, so, right. but I check it every year to monitor and make sure I'm not taking like a unnecessary risk um, so I'm doing all that stuff right now um, but yeah it's something I have to keep tabs on so that's why I stopped playing indoor okay so it was actually I was I was in Germany uh, I played two years in Greece two years in Italy and then I went to play at uh, Unterhaking in Germany okay um, and they actually for whatever reason they did echoes like most teams did the EKGs your heart um, I think Maybe because there have been some sudden deaths in uh, volleyball or in Germany or something, they actually did an image of the heart. So they, like, pulled me in after a practice. I was there for three weeks. And they're like, don't be alarmed, but you should stop playing volleyball and stop playing sports for the rest of your life. And, like, it's not a big deal. <laughs> don't be alarmed. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, so that's when I stopped playing indoor. Um, went back to Connecticut. I studied for the GMAT. Um, got all ready to try and go to business school. Um, but I saw at the same time was seeing a bunch more doctors um, and they all kind of cleared me. They're like, all right, you're close. You got to watch it. Um, maybe don't bench press a thousand pounds and right, like right. that might be a little risky, but, but playing should be totally fine. Just keep tabs on it. So that's kind of, I've been in holding pattern and I guess just enjoying the opportunity to play like a second life ever since. Yeah. So has it ever like flared up and been a problem? since no um no it's something like if i didn't hear about it from the doctors i, I would have had no idea so yeah. um it turns out though it was something it's, like, it's called a bicuspid aortic valve so instead of like three leaflets in your heart i have two so it spits a little bit of blood back um so it's not quite as efficient um and then that can also make your aorta enlarge. So that's kind of what I'm watching. It's like how big the aorta gets. Okay. But I would have never known. Like, it's one of those things in retrospect, I'm like, well, when I sit for long periods of time and stand up, I get dizzy. Like, right. maybe that's associated. And if I'm out of shape, I always felt like it was harder for me, like the first couple of weeks. Maybe that's associated. Maybe it's not. Right. But I never would have known. So, yeah. which is good though, because I mean, I could have maybe. Yeah, you kept playing. It, yeah. Kept pushing it, things got bad, and, mm -hmm. and that's, when, uh, that's when people have those you know, heart attacks and, and die on the court. So. Yeah. so I'm very, very fortunate to have found it. Yeah. Was it, when you heard that, like how much of you wanted to stay in the game versus, because I feel like that was probably a tough mental battle to have between, okay, well, I can kind of you know, put my education to use and start a life where I'm not risking my life every time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was... It was tough. It's it's tough. Like anytime you're just pulled out of something that you're super focused on, and and I was having a a decent amount of success and played on team, made a decent living, and like I really liked where I was at. So it was super a big time bummer to have the rug pulled out. And um, 
but it was kind of good. So I think if, if now, like if, if I take this round of MRIs and next week they're like, well, you know, you got to watch it, you got to stop, or maybe you need a surgery. Now I'm like, now I'm prepared for it. Um, so I think that was the best part of it is now like I'm aware of the situation. I've learned to live with it. Um, every year that I get to play is a gift. So, so that's kind of where I'm at now. That's sweet. And then what your transition, how did the transition work from playing indoor to business school to playing beach? Cause I know you played a little, like, I mean, you didn't play it growing up. That's for sure. In Connecticut. I played a little right? bit in college, college. Okay. So, um, Santa Barbara, there's a guy, some beach beach guys listening might know him ben brockman um he was i think he was one of the best like youth players growing up he ended up being uh cursed with his height (laughs) he's a smaller guy but he was a libero at santa barbara absolutely loved beach and he got me into it so so i played probably my last three summers at santa barbara we played like five or six tournaments um would go out to the beach every day and train and play so that's kind of when i i was like oh this is fun and I think as a middle blocker, we all think we're better than just like playing half the game and right, totally. not passing. And and, yeah. I, and this was like an outlet for me to pass the ball, set the ball, go prove it to yourself. Yeah, spike and yeah. yeah, do all like the fun parts of volleyball. So right, yeah. And then after, uh, what made you make the decision? Like after the all the health concerns, the heart stuff, to be like, I'm gonna choose beach rather than go back to indoor. A lot of it. So, so I ended up, I didn't spend much time with the national team uh, for various reasons. Um, but, yeah, I think Spira got hired as the head coach. I knew him a little bit. He coached me on the youth national team mm-hmm. way back when. So I told him, hey, like, uh, can I get in the gym? And told him the situation. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, come train for the summer. So I went there the summer of 2013. Uh, yeah, 2013. Um, was in there. It was kind of a tough spot because I was just getting back into it. So I didn't get like I wasn't gonna get a spot on the World League roster or anything like that. And there was like 20 middles in the gym. Um, and at that same time, uh, there was some beach guys working out at the ASC in Anaheim. So I saw Nick in there. I think I did a little Google search and I was like, oh, he's playing with Haydn. Like, what's going on with this? And, and so I just saw him in the gym. I'm like, hey man, like, like if you ever wanna. You know, a big goofy blocker to make the transition. Like Meanwhile, I'm down to play. I'm on the other side of it, going, oh, Hayden's playing with Nick. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The mirror. So we both benefited. <laughs> we both too. benefited from yeah. that. Um, but yeah, but but so part of the back to the original question, like part of it was, um, I think a lot of people had found out, like, like uh, it was like semi big in the Italian league I played in, like. I think some people accused my team of being negligent, like with having me on their team, like in Verona, I think. Um, But people knew that I had this heart issue and had to stop playing. So, so all of a sudden I went from like being of a certain caliber and certain teams wanting me to like people being like, well, we'll give you a spot for like not a lot of money. You have to kind of work your way up and prove that you're healthy and all this stuff. So, so I didn't necessarily want to do with that because if, if you're not making a lot of money indoor, it's like not a lot of money at all. Yeah, it's so. a waste of your time. <laughs> and, and I had always loved the beach and wanted to make the switch. So I was like, oh, maybe this is a chance because the AVP was coming back. I saw Nick. He was kind enough to let me go to the beach with him and play with him a couple times. Uh, so, yeah, I was, just, I was just fortunate timing, I guess. Yeah. So, that I was in the gym, that Nick was there, that he was playing with Hayden. So, yeah. yeah. And then, what, a year later? We met in the Huntington Finals, me and Hyden versus you and Nick, right? 2014? Well, yeah, that was that first year. Yeah. Um, no, that, that was 2013. That was 13? Oh, the first so, yeah. year, yeah. So it was the end At of that the end, summer. Right. They okay. had all the AVP events. Yeah. And, yeah. And got that's when... Got right away. Yeah, I got Damn the it. W. We kept losing to Jake and Casey um, in, like, tough fashion. I think we made three <laughs> finals that year. Um, and then we finally beat him in the semis of Huntington. And had you guys, we, you guys should have won that match for sure. Like, you were handling us in the first. Yeah. I think we came back, rattled off a few points, and maybe I won on, like, an overpass or something, overset yeah, by John, which he never does. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, you guys beat us 21-7. Oh, or 21-9 or 21-7 in the second set. Oh, and I was I cramping. I do remember that. Cramping real oh. bad. And I was drinking a beer. 
like Damn. in the little smart car thing. Yeah, it was smart car. <laughs> so it made it it made it really easy to just be like, whatever. We're gonna lose this set. Like, drink my beer, don't cramp, get ready for set three. Yeah, and I think the third set was pretty close, but yeah, yeah that was. We had a few battles with 15, you guys. Twelve or something. Yeah. I think we played you in a Norseka final in Chula Vista. Oh yeah, you guys beat us. And we had too. a comeback in the third set. Damn it. Um. And we played you in the semis of Salt Lake City, which was my first AVP since 2009. Semis of Salt Lake? Or no, no, no. To go to the semis. We played you and John. I remember it because I like... I don't even remember that one. You guys were digging me off the court at the end, and I was, we were siding out at 14-13, and I was like, what do I do? Like, John, <laughs> John's in my head. Yeah. And it was like the worst shot ever, but it worked because he had no idea. It was like, I came in really hard like I was going to hit deep angle and he was going to dig me easy and just did like like a like like a line shot that went down like 10 feet inside the side but John was like on his heels and I was like yeah (laughs) great shot great shot because it worked yeah (laughs) I guess (laughs) they don't all have to be pretty no but yeah we've had we've had plenty of battles through the years Yeah, yeah for sure lots of them Hawaii that was that was a gimme. So we took advantage. Well, we were playing well, but we took it. Yeah. Your hand was hurting. I was I was mad because I didn't feel like I was playing well. Like I just didn't feel like I, I mean I hadn't played in a while and my hand was new ball new uh, whatever I had that thing in my hand. But at the end I was like they actually played a good match though. So I'll be. Yeah, okay we with we it. played. We, it wasn't we like did you play guys pretty steady. Like yeah. we would have won had my hand not been hurt. It was like yeah. it would have been gnarly battle yeah yeah but like you guys were making good plays so I was like alright whatever but it kind of pissed me off <laughs> oh yeah which is why I trained for the last like two months for this Mexico event just to finish strong yeah so I could get that taste out of my mouth yeah so I get a small part of the yeah <laughs> chip of that <laughs> <laughs> you had a you had a pretty interesting year that like you ended it with John cause you and Reed had played a fair amount together yeah. Right. What was the plan coming in? Because there are still, like, I mean, there's a ton of events internationally, you know, this next year. So it's not like you guys were totally out of the Olympic race. Yeah, it's not totally. We wouldn't have been totally out, but. Uh, a stretch, but. A it would have been very difficult. Yeah. Um, especially, yeah, because. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it would have been feasible, but there would have been, what, one five star remaining? Yeah. And. Uh, does Stad count? No. Doesn't? Okay. Roman's the only five-star that counts. Okay. Yeah, there's one. Yeah. And, and I've been talking to people uh, when I was in Mexico, and I've heard of, like, three events that are either canceled or changing. Oh, really? Downgrading. Yeah, it's, or, yeah, it's, it's not it's pretty right now. It's changing quick, yeah. the FIVB schedule. Okay. But, uh, yeah, it was a situation. The way the points are now, it's a little bizarre, at least compared to the, the only other time I was involved in the Olympic qualifications, the five stars and the world champs count like a huge, huge, hugely disproportionate to the what a normal tournament the four stars are worth. So I think the fact that we didn't have any, five, we didn't have a world champs finish, we didn't have good five star finishes um, made it so essentially we'd have to like win every tournament or somewhere yeah. medal in every tournament right. um, going forward. And, and yeah, and I feel like we had had enough evidence gathered so far that we weren't the best fit um and obviously it worked out for him (laughs) so because his first tournament um he and trevor and i actually i thought i was like man reed and trevor like they're gonna be playing free and loose yeah exactly i was they're both like great all-around players and i was like they're gonna be dangerous i was like oh great oh (laughs) yeah how was that things are just everything's just going their way i was a little annoyed that uh Phil and Nick played so bad in the semi against them. Dude, I was I like, know. at least make them work for it. I know. <laughs> Phil, like Phil never beating, hits balls. Beating in Phil in Manhattan is like a very difficult yeah. thing to do over the yeah. years. Like, and we've all played really well yeah. and still lost. Yeah. And then that one was just like, here you yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that was, that was cool, though. Um, how'd that feel for you, watching your guy? <laughs> <laughs> I... I I changed my mentality around for the final because I knew I had to or else I would go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching it, you know, they lose to K- when they lost, I was like, eh, whatever. It's not good, not bad, it doesn't really matter. 
um, watching him play, you know, deep down, I'm like, I'm like, kind of like, eh, if they lose, it makes me look good, feel good. I actually wanted Trevor to rest anyway, you know? <laughs> you know, if he would like go one and done, I'd be like, oh, it's perfect. Like, rest up, dude. We'll both rest right now and we'll have a great end to the year. Uh, but they just kept balling and, and I could see like, there was no pressure. Like, Trevor wasn't playing like tight, like, yeah. Come on, we gotta it's, don't make errors. Reed. It was like both of them just didn't yeah, care yeah. about what if the other guy did something. No, no, I right saw or wrong. I saw the same in Reed. Like he was he was just super free, loose. He and Trevor were having fun, and yep. it's one of those things in beach. It's like it's so hard to to manufacture that. Yeah, exactly. Um, but but when you have it and you have not not a care in the world, it's like it makes a huge difference. Yeah. I always think of also uh, when Matt Furbringer came back. And one Manhattan with Casey. Oh yeah, it's exactly. And like he, I think he struggled his whole career. Then maybe he had a number of wins, but never won. But was always kind of like right there. Yeah. And then he played like unbelievable. Like he was so good. And in that final, he and Casey were awesome. Um, Yeah. And I was wondering, like, is it? It's just like a totally different mindset for for him when he was just grinding it out. It's like, well, I'm here to have fun. Like, if I lose, it doesn't matter. Yeah. That's big. And if someone could figure out how to bottle that and yeah. <laughs> provide it to, to athletes, it would be worth a lot of money. I think do that. But yeah. the, on the flip side of it is, like, you don't want to lose to that team you know, oh, yeah. as their opponents. So I think it kind of makes them tight. You yeah, loosen up, yeah. they tighten up. And, like, you can see it. Like, yeah. those trickle aces are falling on your side, yeah, on their yeah. side, and, and vice yeah, versa. It's almost like insulting. The serves like, aren't we're working so hard. Over. These guys are just, like, <laughs> messing around, having fun out yep. there. Yeah. Exactly. And then you've never seen, like, like once a team's established, you get your scouting report yeah. on them, and you feel pretty comfortable doing what you're doing. But, yeah, Trevor and Reed are like, yeah. God, which side are they on? Right, like, they kept switching. <laughs> sets are they running? Totally. Yeah. Did you but, and John have any of that when you got together in Chicago and Hawaii? Because it was, like, sort of a last, you know, end-of-season partnership. You know, a little bit, you know, you guys had played together before. You were comfortable. Um. It took a little time. Uh, <laughs> I, I would credit, I would say it probably had to do with our early exit in Manhattan, which, like, I don't even think we played all that bad. Um, but there was a lot of plays here and there, especially, like, running John's real quick set, which I've always been really comfortable setting. But but going from not running that type of set to, like, jamming a ball in with yeah. your bump... Um, it just took a and we didn't really we practiced one day before the tournament and that was it so there was definitely like a number of opportunities that were squandered from not playing together but other than that it was it was kind of like riding a bike like it came back pretty quick and Chicago was a little bit better um and then uh yeah in Hawaii like we felt really good it felt just like it was 2018 again so and I remember um I talked to like Todd and Nick um, and both of them have obviously played with Phil, like the best blocker maybe who's ever lived. And both of them said that like technically like that you are like a, one of the soundest blockers, like the most sound blocker like they've ever played with. And blocking on the beach is so much different than indoor too. I'm surprised that they said that. Both of them. Well, yeah. you make more um, moves than Phil. You know, he's just a very he like just gets in your space. Yeah. But he's not going to reach as much and go low and one and like you get over faster, like from in your squat to like over and like taking yeah. that spot away, you get over faster. Uh, and that's kind of deceiving as a hitter, you know, cause there's so much space available yeah. and then you can take it away quickly. Whereas Phil's just like, yeah, wow, he just like, took up 75% yeah. of the court. I, I feel like the last couple of years he's been making more moves. Yeah. I, when he I, was I with Todd, uh, I mean, I would guess part of that is like, <clears throat> I mean, he no longer, at ease just gets here right exactly but yeah the way he and Todd played D was like so gnarly like they would essentially just line block every time but Phil could right. he's big enough and good enough he's I'm like a big like fan of how good like he's so good at watching the hitter yeah. making moves with his hands and being strong so he could just be in a line block and like you think you have a sharp angle and he'll be like oh sharp angle hits coming yeah he's like oh you're telegraphing it now I'm yeah. gonna take it and, uh, yeah, I think he's he's the best. But I'm honored that Todd and Nick said I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm wondering because Nick was, like, your first sort of real beach partner. Yeah. Right? That's super funny. Nick says that. fast. Well, when, when we started playing, like, uh, 
it was just constant Nick being like, dude, what are you doing? He hated, uh, I love like deceptive blocks. Um, I just think they work really well. Yeah. Um, and I think people are doing, doing it more and more now, but, uh, I just thought it was such an easy way to get a block. But I think as a defender, when your blocker, when there's so much responsibility on your blocker, you can feel like it kind of takes you out of the play a little bit. So I think that's how Nick felt a lot. It's like, well, I'm up there doing this thing. And like, if they just slap at line, it's an easy kill for them. He doesn't like, he likes feeling like, Hey, I'm in the angle. Like I could potentially <laughs> dig all these right. hits. You block all the line. Um, but I guess in retrospect, he liked it. <laughs> we did. We had a really good defense, uh, Nick and I. Yeah, and you guys, so. like, you played really well together. That was a good partnership. And you guys, yeah, we were starting to cruise. Uh, that was my, my worst breakup. And, it, and you can't even be mad because yeah. it was for Phil. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it sucked. It was, like, halfway through the qualification. But, yeah, I think we went. Like, we had a tough start. It was, like, 225ths. We did the country quota qualifier and then 225ths. Then, like, a 17th where we actually played well, and I was like, oh, we might get it going. Then I think we got a third in St. Pete, the Grand Slam. Yeah. And then a fourth in the World Champs, um, and then maybe two ninths after that. So so we were up to maybe the, the second team. I think we jumped you guys, which was <laughs> our goal. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, and then Phil and Rosie broke up, and Phil snagged Nick. So that was, that was brutal. That was yeah. brutal. But no, like, I never had any animosity towards anybody, but it's still when you're in, like, a certain spot, and then it's just like, well, no, you're not. Yeah. It's like, all right. <laughs> yeah. That was but, tough. Uh, but that's how, that's how it goes on the beach, and, I mean, I could put myself in Nick's shoes and, and totally, like, understand why you would do that. Right. Because in the end, it's a business, and you're trying to support a family and stuff, and you got to make tough decisions, so it's, it's yeah. not... It's not, yeah, it's not anything other than that. Yeah, so. and there's, uh, you guys played awesome at that World Champs. Remember, that was the one, uh, that was in the Netherlands, yeah. right? Yeah, we won uh, Amsterdam. <laughs> that was awesome because they had four different locations. So we played in uh, Dom Square, like one of the central squares in Amsterdam, and they just set up a court right there. That's awesome. And we played all our pool play there, won our pool, and then got to play up to the to semis there too. Oh, that's really cool. I didn't know they did that. Yeah, it was cool. And then we all went to The Hague, which they had, like, a court set up on, like, a barge or something. Um, so, yeah, that was, that was really cool. Yeah. You're right. Dude, I'm choking on my uh, super greens. <laughs> <laughs> Little flecks of leaf. I got, I got the powder. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, The Hague was rad. It was, um, was that where your pool was? Yeah. So we were you guys got fifth, time. right? We got fifth. We lost Everyone got fifth. Yeah. Yeah. But that was cool. It was actually floating in front of the parliament building in like a big lake. A stadium, like a giant yeah. stadium. That's awesome. Yeah. That was, I've watched, that was a great tournament. I've watched as many YouTube videos from that as yeah, I can. Yeah. Like, it looked mobbed, too. Like Those fans were great. Yeah, I mean, the Dutch were in the finals, too. So they were... Oh, man, that... I've watched the, the, the final match of that year, the 2015 World Champs, like, many times. I think that's the best match I've It's seen. so good. Oh, man. Were you there live? Did you stay? I did not watch it live. I watched it live. It was pretty insane. Um, Baron Horse peaked young. Dude, they had the fire. <laughs> He's still, 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 yeah. still really good. Yeah. I mean, well, he was in that just shows the importance that, that of, match. of partnerships. <laughs> yeah. I mean, his new partner's good. Yeah. But, there, yeah, there's no substitute for, like, I mean, Numerador is so cagey and just Dude. plays yeah. such good D. He's kind of like a Haydn. Like, he's not really the fastest. Yeah. I mean, Haydn's pretty quick, but, like, they don't play, like, a wait and get it. They, like, they show you things and they take them away. They're always, like, yeah. moving yeah. back there. Dude, and he's a hustler, too. Like, uh, they beat us 23-21 both sets in the quarterfinals. Yeah. So, like, we were balling. Like, I thought we played, like, a great match. And at the end of both sets, Reindeer made, like, these unbelievable plays. That's, yeah. Like, we're, we're just like, what? Are you kidding me? Yeah, he, he was always better in those. Yeah. And that's huge he on got, the beach. Just how you are at the end of games. And yeah. he would always make crazy digs. And, yeah, just like Hayden. I mean, they, they, they keep in their back pocket, like, what's been going on throughout the match. And then they'll try and, like show you something that maybe yeah that's what i've noticed with a lot of veterans and you've probably noticed it because you've played with all the veterans 
they save stuff for the end of the match. Yeah. It's like, oh, wow. I had uh, I had Gib 18 all, and, like, people get all proud about that. It's like, yeah. But, like, yeah, but then you'll what? notice a lot of the veterans... And then you lost 21-18. And then you'll serve him. Why do you always lose? Serve him 10 balls in a row, and he'll just scud it deep line and you'll lose, <laughs> yeah. lose the Hawaii Navy people. Uh, yeah. God, why did, I'm so mad. I was like, John, maybe we should uh, serve Taylor a few balls, but like we were all over Jake all matched and then, yeah. oh God. <laughs> and he was, he, he, he was like, I don't know if it was adrenaline or what, but he was, he was hitting some good hits. Yeah, no, like was. we could have made plays, but there were like high degree of He's difficulty to around. stop. Yep. Uh, oh man. Do the same thing. Uh, was that two days ago? Yesterday in Mexico in the yeah. finals, he just like steps up in the yeah. moments. He got two p- huge blocks on Robbie at the end of the match, which like no one could block Robbie the whole tournament. Yeah. And the uh, everyone. Yeah, I saw that. Comics. Yeah. That was after like Robbie had cruised in the second set. It yeah. was like untouchable, and then third set rolls around. Jake's just like, oh, your hard angle, got you. Yeah. At right at the end. Yeah. But. But Robbie had been dropping those super sharp ones before that. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's one of those things in beach as a blocker. Like, I think you have to be able to identify when somebody's like in the zone, even if like scouting report wise it doesn't make sense. Right. If someone's like feeling it, you should just go somewhere else yep. and let them call it, like come down. Right. And that's, yeah, for Jake, like when he's playing like that, you should just do some, either give him a totally different look or just go away from him for a yeah. few plays. So, so and then, and then that's easy. The problem solved. Jake yeah. solved. And then you really <laughs> <laughs> just don't serve. <laughs> yeah. It's fun watching Jake and Tay because I feel like everyone has, almost everyone goes at Jake, at Jake, at Jake, and then randomly someone will go at Taylor. It's just a different, completely different dynamic. We go at Taylor a decent amount. Trevor always yeah. wants to go at Taylor too. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I don't mind going. Yeah. Because Jake seems like. I mean, his game just seems softer unless he doesn't have the shots and the... I mean, he does have... He has everything, but it's just that, like, chip off the top yeah. veteran. It's just not sexy. Yeah, it's not sexy he plays with you. Yeah. plays with your heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whereas, yeah, Taylor, you're like, oh, if, if I just had my hands here, I would have jetted it. Yeah. But he's got such a fast... Side. I mean, they're both really good side-out players, so it's kind of pick your poison. Yeah. It's pretty amazing how he hasn't... Uh, Jake hasn't fallen off, like, since, like, the Stein days. You know, he's just been, yeah. like, cruising. Well, that's that the good, because he's, like, uh, he's got one of those approaches in arm swings where, like, it uh, maybe if you talk to him, it's different, but it looks very, like, effortless. And, like, totally, yeah. the ball's here, like, he cleanly contacts it. He's not, like, grinding on his yeah, shoulder. Like, he's not doing anything like this. Um, I think that's enabled him to, like, continue doing it at a high level. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, less is more on the beach, and he's like, he's the ultimate. Like, makes the his whole career, he's made the most out of kind of his physical attributes. He's not the highest jumper, not the hardest hitter, but but he does the things that are important. He's has vision, hits it high. Yeah, yeah, he is. Like, I feel like I'm the same size as him when I'm next to him. He's gotten skinnier over the years, I think too. But then, like, when you go up with the net, he's like got this six inches. Yeah, his uh, arms are so long. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and he blocks, like, real, like, that style as opposed to, like, mm-hmm. reaching, which gives you a little extra. Right. Yeah, he's, he's good. <laughs> God, Hawaii. Hawaii. Just, <laughs> Dude, I have some never... I have Manhattan where, where Casey hit a low seam angle for the match. We had match point. Oh, yeah. Manhattan told That's... me if, if, the, if the set dies inside at all, dive on it. If it doesn't, touch go just go touch the highlight I'll be the angle and he thought it died inside and I didn't yeah. so I let him hit dude, it dude Hyden's all about the contingencies right yeah <laughs> like yeah with Jake it was like oh if the like well you're blocking lines it's hard if to play the set's back. inside at all then you gotta take the sharp angle yeah I'm like oh, okay like, so I take everything <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> that exact thought I remember having that with Hyden a lot so take everything. Yeah. <laughs> so just every, just goes everything. Here, yeah. Block it. Yeah. Goes here, then block it. Yeah. If it shoots, then swat it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Easy. <laughs> I'll do everything else. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh yeah, and you. Yeah, I remember watching that. That was a good, really good match. Oh, dude. But I was that like, oh, I'll try. It's gonna. Day. Yeah. And then. Because was you two short line shots? Yeah, exactly. Well, in yeah. A row. So Ooh. before that, for them to come back, they ran fours on me, and I just freaking hit lines. Yeah. Dude. Everyone has haunting yeah. matches. I, I'm feeling uh, the worst for uh, Carrie and Brooke right now. I don't know if you were able to watch their match. Yeah. No, what, the what happened? It was tough. They, so they went up 11-6 in the third and then made the 12-8 switch. Um, and the only point they scored after that was when Australia missed a serve. Oof. And they lost 15-13. I stopped watching because I thought they won. And I was like watching on yeah, TV like that's a point where you, know you, what? That you sound, turn it that off. That sounds like me and John in Florida in 2018. <laughs> um, I think we had a 12-8 switch, and we might have had a swing for 13-7 to go to the semis, yeah. the five-star, and we lost. Oh. And it was like all my fault. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of those like, yeah. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah. yeah. That's when I was out, I think, right? Uh, no, you think, yeah, yeah, you still weren't playing. Yeah. Forever. I was there for some reason watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was, so that was very similar to Carrie and Brooke, so I feel for them very strongly. We play a lot of matches. Like, I feel like we're going to have a lot of Oh, matches. yeah, yeah. yeah just they happen to everyone. When they're on the cusp of something you want so badly, like a victory of a yeah. tournament or, like, name on that pier. And then, dude, this year, Casey on the right side served him. And he hit freaking low seam, and Trevor blocked it this time. And got on the pier. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, hey. he, well, he had Jose in there oh, telling him exactly. Oh, he's like, God. serve him line to line. So I'm blaming Hyden. Take it. Give me the right. Uh, yeah, wrong yeah, advice. You just didn't have Jose in the box. I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Being a pro athlete's hard. You really gotta drop those like gnarly those things you work so hard for and then you just don't get it and you have to like forget about it and like well I'm gonna try again yeah it's like the freaking Olympics like we play in a sport where the best thing is like once every four years yeah if you're not mentally strong like that will torture you yeah which it is torturing me <laughs> it's torturing all of us yeah cause like I mean it does happen like to everyone on any type of scale yeah totally like, totally I blew two straight sets against Russia in the China three-star. Obviously, that's not for an AVP title or name on the pier. We were up 15-13 twice. Like, it's it's it always hurts, yeah. It's all yeah. relative. Like, if you're putting in all this work for something, and then yeah. you, like, fly across the world, and you have it right in your hand, and it yeah. just, like, slips out. And it's, like, almost worse. Like, Mike was so nice. He's like, dude, like, I could have done this. I was like, no, you couldn't. <laughs> and stop being so nice about it. <laughs> like, just Making be, it worse. Just yeah. be pissed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We've all had them. But you're going out on a high note going yeah, into the offseason with the bronze. Congrats. It's a year with a, a win, and that's, it helps. Yeah, and I feel like even the loss to the Dutch, like it wasn't your best match, but they also played lights out. Yeah, they were That ripping. does make they it a little bit more palatable. Of, we were, they were ripping jump serves, and we were out of system, like right off the bat. And then when you're setting from off the net, high spinny balls, yeah. and the stadium lights against the giant block, it's like, it's tough. Good luck. Yeah. 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 But big finish to end the uh, Olympic race on for the year. Yeah, exactly. Good vibes going into the offseason. Yeah. Stoked on that. What's, uh, what's it? It's obviously like pretty close between the top three teams now. It's really close. I'm curious, have you done like a rundown? Yeah, I looked last night. There's a website that has all like the averages and everything. We're, we're basically. Jake and Taylor and us, we have we each have 12 finish. We have 13, but we've hit that 12 finish mark, and they're like eighth on the list, and we're tenth or something, I think. Which doesn't they jumped really up to eighth after point. the. Phil and Nick are like 20th, but it's because they only have 10 finishes. Would they? Are they like, Basically, for all intents and purposes, the first place team? Jake and Taylor are. Because yeah, Nick and Phil have the best go, like big tournament finishes, right? Because the four stars, you can assume try you have the, Trevor the best. Have you have the, the fourth in the world, maybe. Yeah. But they they have a fifth <laughs> in worlds, a fourth in Vienna. Yeah. What was their start? Ninth, I think. Ninth. Um, okay. Yeah. So it's it's close. It's it's really close. Basically, we're all. I, I believe it's like 
let's say we all have like around 6,500 points total and our averages are, or we're all within like 50 points. Yeah. Of each other. Yeah. Within that 6,500 6, points. So it could be. It's going to all come finish. down to the last five star. It comes down to averages and like we're all very close. Yeah. So it's like yeah. a fresh start going into the next year. Yeah. Which it I does help that like about. you have your twelve, and now you you're just dropping and adding. Yeah, it's better. It's better to be dropping yeah. than to be adding. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So there's a little advantage there. Yeah, because I know that Carrie and Misty they used to just front load their schedule and then just pretty much qualify, kind of like what April and Alex did, and then they just like kind of had a pretty calm yeah. year going into the Olympics. So it wasn't super stressful and crazy. Uh-huh. Not that you're in that position, but I think it is it's good easy to do to that when you're superior to everybody. <laughs> right, yeah. But what uh, what are your plans this offseason? Your Instagram account has been fantastic these last couple weeks. Been trying to get a little active on there. Yeah, there it's go. been great. The partner search on Instagram, uh, keep it up. <laughs> check, out, check out Lord Bruner, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's funny because my wife like forced me to start watching the bachelor she always has it on so <laughs> it just like popped in my head i was like this is a lot like the bachelor <laughs> <laughs> just trying to find the, a mate for next <laughs> next oh, season yeah. <laughs> it's super weird in beach it's like oh it's very much like a relationship and stuff yeah. and just like oh you hang out this, with everyone this guy's really good at this and, <laughs> yeah. but i don't know if we get along that well <laughs> it's it pretty funny <laughs> So, How would yeah. you treat me in this situation? Yeah. <laughs> Have you like actually started kind of reaching out to people and seeing who might be interested? Because I feel like there are a couple like power brokers, and then from yeah, there, a few the trailers, down effect but, uh, again. Essentially, like it's gonna. I'm waiting for it. Goes from the top down usually. Yeah. And I've been fortunate enough that I've been like one of the guys people would wait on in the past. Now I'm waiting on. Uh, see what happens with Chase and Casey because they split. Then there's other shuffles going up the chain. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I have, like, I mean, I, I've, spent, I've been enjoying, like, not being super focused on that stuff this off season. Yeah. But it's still, like, I kind of have a bunch of people in mind and have, uh, have chatted with a, a few different people. So Free agency. Yeah, well, it, is, it is free agency season now. We should have a we should have that covered a little better. We should. Mr. Journalist. I can just, <laughs> just get Not a big board. You, you need a big board. Yeah. But it would be interesting. Yeah, we should do a little show. We get it up on the chalkboard here. The names, we and get up. the little magnet strips yeah. and if we move that this would guy be here, hilarious. That slides here. Oh my god, we need that to would do a free agent show. And have like uh yeah, have like putting the chalkboard over Travis here. predictions, yeah. tries predictions. Have yeah. your guest predictions. That would be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I always feel like kind of weird sometimes because when I hear like rumors on the beach, I'm like, ah, I can't write about it. Right. <laughs> or then no one's going to talk to me anymore. Oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> Fine line. But if we just like, just do it based on nothing but conjecture. Right. And me and you can just like riff on who would be good with who. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. Maybe we'd make it happen. Just that would be fun. Yeah. 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 We'll see, people. We'll see. Don't hold your breath. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, try, I know that you have uh, USA to go to. Yeah. Um, so I don't want to keep you guys too long. And Theo, we've had you in here for a while. We appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, good time, huh? Yeah. Off season, we can make it work. Yeah, any time. <laughs> it's taking a while. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll have you back on though for sure. Yeah, gotta make another uh, partner search. Yeah, when you post pick now, your partner. Now that I know it's well received, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> keep it up. And uh, we do have one question that we ask every guest at the end of each episode. Okay. Is if you had to give one piece of advice to an up and coming beach volleyball player, what would that piece of advice be? One piece of advice yeah. regarding anything. Yeah, whatever. Oof. Hmm. I don't know. Have fun. <laughs> Simple. That works. That's a tough one. I didn't. From the guy who's know that was coming. every great defender of our game, and from a lot of the curmudgeons. Well, in the game. What I've learned, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there is a part of me that would like to play with like a more enthusiastic, younger type because yeah. I have not experienced that. 
just all words. Yeah, just, <laughs> just all like, I've already the done Yodas. it. What can you do? Like, you, you type of guys. Yodas, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I need a Luke. Yeah. <laughs> if you're out there, Luke, <laughs> message Lord Bruner. Still available, everyone. <laughs> Still available. Just lost five pounds too, so oh, nice. There you go. Look good and uh. Got rid of the dad yeah. bot. Yeah, it's it's going down. Right. <laughs> Finally figuring out the baby, so I'm ready, ready to rock, guys. So Here we go. Reach out to me. All right, see ya. Appreciate it, bud. Yeah, thanks, guys. Cheers. Cheers.